This podcast may contain offensive content. You have been warned. podcast i am johnny your dm for this series and welcome to season six episode two of the poobash abu as we get to go into the uh into the underdark a little bit get to see what uh what amamaka is is up to uh so just to let you know this is going to be a, a shorter episode than usual uh not the usual two hours that we do it'll be close to it but not exactly it uh because steph had some unexpected things come up so she couldn't make it for that session so we just kind of did our own thing with waywalking and yosef and did some exploring amongst the balintre compound and got to learn a little bit more about the adventure um we have some things to talk about at the break but other than that let's just jump right into it i'll see you at the break i hope everyone is staying happy and safe and isolated away from each other in these trying times but just know i love you all i'll see you at the break and let's jump into it hello hello everyone and welcome to the diecast podcast season six episode two we are here with miles and adam today steph is indisposed at the moment so we will be recording a special little bit for her and us and kind of merge the two episodes together um and kind of make a neat little story thing happen uh i guess that's the best way to play the that. magic of editing the mm. magic of editing it's <laughs> happened it's going to happen many days later people appear at different times but it's all in the same time she's saying mm. out of sequence to you day for night <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Diecast Podcast. Please give us a follow and join in on the adventure. You can find us on any app that plays a podcast, and you can find us on Discord and our own website at www.flyingwizardseer.com. Please leave a rating review. It helps us out so much. Helps us share our stories a little bit. Share us around. Let us let your friends know that we're doing goofy adventures. Uh, I think with that quick little intro, let's do a brief recap of what happened in episode one. Oh yes, where it was. Uh, the Troll Skull, I guess the Fablin Five now. Yeah. No, still the Troll Skull Trio. <laughs> uh, we're doing really well. Uh, they spent the spring upgrading the, the Troll Skull Manor. They got their various parts and roles inside Acquisitions Incorporated. We now have a Decisionist, a Documancer, and a Loremancer. Uh, our Loremancer is, or sorry, Lore's person is currently away. Um, but we have a decisionist and uh, and our documenter, and they got a letter from uh, Amalika's mom, Amamaka, about hey, it's springtime. We should meet up, come down to this fungus glow in down in the underdark. Mm. I'll have a carriage waiting for you, and you all discover that Yosef has formed the startings, the midpoint of a cult, mm. a rather fanatical, dedicated group of followers who wait outside his unbated breath. Oh, geez. <laughs> Maybe about... That's going to end well. So good. <laughs> Maybe about 30 or 40 people strong, give or take. It's not a, not a bad number. You, know, you just need that dedicated 50 people and you have a career. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
It's absolutely true. Uh, and so you headed on down to via magical teleportation of your fireplace to the stable of the fungus glow in. You went inside of this big, massive tavern that is fueled and managed by a mushroom where if you ask for a drink, it supplies you a drink. If you need mm. a place to sleep, it supplies you a place to sleep. And the place was rocking and bumping. And a couple of people saw Waywalk it from across the room and made their intentions known by approaching them and saying, hey, you ripped me off for 500 gold pieces. You owe me 500 gold pieces. Which I don't think I do. Well, they seem to think otherwise. Well, hmm, classic misunderstanding. <laughs> I'm sure we'll never see them again. They, they, <laughs> some, they had some conversation with some rats. Uh, oh, those. Mm. Uh, and then a crystal carriage came to pick y'all up, and it was pulled by a giant uh, crystalline spider as you mm. sped off into the Underdark, and eventually climbing up a column, going uh, twirly-whirly around the very top, going into a cave that seemed very hidden. Uh, and then you found yourself outside of a very kind of like red and purplish pagoda where this... Uh, Dark Elf came out in uh, this long white gown, and she announced herself as uh, Amelia uh, Ballantre, Amalika's mother. And that's where we left y'all off. Also, Carl's dead currently. Oh, yeah. Carl, oh, yeah. And Carl died. <laughs> Who killed Carl? That Did was the spider. He, went... spy, he like flew ahead and ended up in a spider's mm. web and is now eaten by said spider. Poor Carl. Yep. <laughs> uh, so. As as a quick GM editing uh, note, um, you see Amelia uh, open up her arms and the the gown that hangs from like her her wrists and her sleeve and her elbows uh, kind of spreads out almost like a like a curtain, and she says, uh, "Amalika, my dear, this must be very difficult for you. Please, we have a room for you to contemplate your thoughts and to process everything. When when you're ready for a one on one conference, I very much love to." to talk with you and catch up with you, but please take your time, take as much time as you need, and we will attend to matters that need attending. And you see Amalika nod and, and an attendant comes out and leads her to 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 this room just off to the left. And there's no light down here. This is all very uh there's sorry, there's there's some bioluminescent glow coming off of some some fungi. Right. Um but it's all very it's all very purplish and indigo violet uh coloration. Um perfect shade and uh she leads for you to step inside and you notice as you step inside uh inside just like this wooden pagoda is almost pitch darkness on the inside you forgot to play uh your gaslighting bill in here it's like oh, oh no no this is this is you you're a gnome you've 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 you've, you've learned to deal with with the under with the the underworld yeah no, i'm not complaining it's, you know uh we, we just uh it's not very stimulating in here. I, I can appreciate a good uh, mellow out space, but uh, this seems a little ludicrous. Well, it's not ludicrous if you spend your whole life in the dark. Yeah, yeah about that. Uh, where the hell have you been? She says, you you all have, have questions, and I have some, some of my own, so please uh, follow me to uh, my meeting chamber, and we shall have proper and formal discussions about what I need to hire you for. As you see her turn around, she actually has a couple of valets uh, holding the train of her dress, of her gown. As uh, she leads you into like this long, it almost looks like 
if it was if it was illuminated it'd be like this ch- kind of like cherry oak where like the floors are a little bit uneven just because of so much wear of like walking up but the timbers look like they're ancient like they're big massive uh columns of trees which down in the underdark is kind of a rare thing so hmm. it's kind of like a, a status and you notice that as you go through this hallway it kind of opens out into like this larger encampment that's it's a cave into itself and yet there you see the actual bioluminescent glow of mushrooms there's like these blues and yellows and greens and it opens up in kind of like this wonderful garden you see like a little small little stone fountain uh with water uh flowing out of the top of it kind of arcing down uh into a into a fountain you notice that there's glowing fish in it that just kind of like blop up kind of almost like like a fungus koi pond if you will (laughs) Uh, and it's it's almost like if Christmas lights were turned on in the Underdark. It's almost got like a surreal, you know, that very uh, Peter Jacksonian, just like mm. uh, choir chanting somewhere in the background. You're not sure where it's coming from, but it just kind of adds atmosphere and presence to. Uh, so I gotta imagine you killed all the people who built this for you, huh? Hmm. Like, no, no, this this is my home. I I've built this. I must say, for a basement suite, this is pretty. <laughs> well. Yeah. We prefer decor and security over above over over everything. She said, "Please come along." And you go over like a small wooden bridge that crosses over a little a little pond. As you look down, you can actually see almost like little croc like they've got like little um, Venus flytrap type of mouths, but they're oh, underwater cute. and they're little glowing mushrooms that are just kind of like swimming around. And they'll see like a little thing in the water and just go snap it and kind of splash and and swim away. Uh, as you go over this arched uh, bridge and it leads you to this big wooden chamber with about five or six columns that reach up to the ceiling and one throne chair that just kind of like has like a red cherry throne that sits straight up and you see uh, Amelia sit down to it and you see spiders come down from the columns and grab the edges of her gown and raise it up and acts kind of like theater curtains. There's like mm. this kind of like white backdrop just kind of drops down adding to like atmosphere of who this lady is and how how important she is she says please come forward as she uh she's uh, she's on her her little uh steps up to her throne and says now you are my guests and i welcome you into my home while you're here you have my full protection um is there something you're protecting us from oh what's the underdark there's many threats and challenges when you live down here yeah we saw a couple of those at the uh the mushroom inn the you know, it's not as a hospitable as your, you know, your yawning portals or your troll skull manners, but, uh, you know, it's charming in its own way, I guess. <laughs> uh, she says, yes, that, that inn has proven to, to be quite troublesome for, for local residents. It is uh, not, a, not a place that we can do anything about, but we must endure it, unfortunately. Um, yeah, no, I've seen, yeah, I, I think you'd, you'd like, uh, Trollskull Man a lot more. There's, you know, a lot of, uh, different kind of people, less people trying to beat you up, usually. Um, a lot more Yosef fans, frankly. Hmm, yes, my star is rising. And I don't know how quickly news travels down here, but... We're not so much uh, hired guns anymore. I mean, we've got plenty of money, plenty of power, plenty of influence, but um, maybe there's other uh, things you could offer us. But I think the main question on my mind is, uh, why bring us here? What do you want us to do? 
She says, actually, it's uh, power and influence that I require your, your use of. Uh, she says, um, yes, I'm looking for an item on an island you'd know a lot about. It's called the Idol of Spiritual Conduction. Do I know about this? Mm, you wouldn't know about this, no. No, I've never heard of that. What, what island are you talking about? Oh, well, an island you're very familiar with, the island of the Puba Shabu. Home, where my cult was from. Yeah, that, that seems like a pretty uh, mm, crooked place. So <laughs> what do they got there? Who's got it? The Brotherhood? Uh, I'm not sure. I do know it. it's in some type of cavern underneath the, the volcano, which would bring me to you, Mr. Sprocket. Uh, your reputation and legendary acts have preceded you before you've even entered my estate that having the great Waywocket Sprocket, the master thief and acquirer of goods. Yeah, uh, master thief, you know, maybe a bit of a stretch. It's still, uh, ooh, well, hmm, I, I did pick a couple locks, uh, this winter. Did you not and, steal uh, the crown of Arcanus Arbus? Did you not uh, find the 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 horn of legacy under under the frozen mountain? Was that not you? Did you not delve into the tomb of horrors? Uh, you know, I know the guy who did. Um, that would be my uncle, uh, also Waywalket Sprocket. Uh, but I'm Wiggins Umpen Crampernap uh, Sprockets. It's a common misunderstanding, although I have seen him pick many a log, and he helped me slay the wizard man Shoon. I slayed him just as much as you did. I literally slayed him. <sighs> and you stood beside me, disguising yourself as a box. I disguised you in the box, too. Oh, I was in the box. Anyway, <laughs> we killed the wizard. We uncovered the dragon's, uh, the dragon, oh, shoot. What? <laughs> dragon's horde? The dragon's horde. I would know that. I yeah, think, yeah, like yeah, diegetic, yeah, yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah. I don't forget everything. No, no, no. <laughs> <I agree. laughs> and no one, no one knows about uh, the Isle of the Pubashabu more than I. We are the perfect people for the job, which is also a perfect opportunity for me to scoop up some sort of primed, ready cultists. I mean, followers. Yeah, yeah, thanks for the clarification there, buddy. I mean, fans. I mean, family. Hmm. Family. You, okay, now you're getting lost again. <laughs> uh, you see uh, Amelia uh, say, like, well, you do have a reputation. You've, I've heard about the Manchun incident, and you've uh, acquired yourself quite a vast fortune inside Waterdeep. That, that doesn't go for nothing. Yeah, uh, thanks, but uh, I'm not the only person here with a uh, reputation. Oh, yes, we, we know all about uh, Mr. Yosef. No, I mean you. Oh, I don't think my reputation should precede me. It's, it's been very, very secretive. Well, yeah, I mean, here's, here's the number one reputation I have. You're Amalika's mom, and you've been missing for like 20 years. That's um, That's a reputation in my house. You see her kind of have like this little self-reflective sigh. She says, yes, I have been missing for 20 years. And I will talk to Amalika about that. And if she feels that she should communicate that with you, then she will. But I feel any conversations about that should happen with Amalika first before it happens with either of you. 
yeah, yeah, fair enough. I mean, you know, people got their own family things to work out, but you were also a high up member of a little organization called The Knife, who are not necessarily the biggest cuddly teddy bears out there. They are named after a stabbing instrument. They, they are, but they were also the means to a way. What do you mean? Well, again, conversations that should be held after I've talked to Amalika first. I mean, the only reason why we're here is because you're Amalika's mom. And I, I thank you very much for that. Hopefully, my, my chance of employment and other riches, other opportunities may entice you to stay and, and take the job. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I am richness motivated uh, 28 times 5% of the time. I assume those cultists murdered my mom, and maybe she'd like me to murder them in return. Well, uh, uh, what goes around comes around. Mm-hmm. Well, what, what I can tell you about the idol is that it is uh, magical. It is uh, made of clay. And it is used in ceremonies to transfer powers between one being and another. I'm interested. <laughs> so this idol, uh, how does it work? How do, how do they use it? Are they using it? Well, here's from the research I've been able to acquire over the decades is I'm not exactly sure. I don't think they're even aware they have it. And if they are aware they have it, I don't know if they know how to use it. If they were had it, they would definitely use it. How do you know it's there? Why are you so sure? Well, I've, as a, as your associate, Mister Mister Sprocket has uh, told you, I've been underground for about twenty years or so, give or take. And over the course of my life uh, working with the knife, I've uncovered some clues, some directions, some notes about this artifact. And it has drawn my interest. Some locate object spells? It's actually divinely shielded. Huh. I'll, I'll make it a little tricky when we get there. There's only two kinds of people on the, un on the island of the absence. The order and various sort of human flotsam and jetsam who washed ashore and follow the order due to a sort of uh, absence in purpose of life. Is it possible someone could have brought it to the island not understanding what it was? Oh, that's entirely possible. I, I, I'm not sure on the origins of, of this idol. Uh, the best I can say is that it's, it's under the volcano somewhere. And so when we get this object, uh, what are you going to do with it? I'm going to study it and see what its true power is. And what are you planning on giving us in return? Well, it's a simple question of what do you want? I am a, I am a lady of esteemed resources. I have just about anything at my beck and call. And although my estate is quite small, that's by choice for security reasons. But rest assured that if you name something, I can get it for you. And if I can't, I'll owe you one. Despite my almost inexhaustible well of confidence, I'm not a hundred percent sure that I can overthrow the order and take control of the island by myself or with Waywalket and Amalika. Is there any kind of backup you can offer? A sort of portable army, a couple of these 
giant spiders, per se. Oh, I'm not asking you to overthrow the order. I'm just asking you to retrieve the idol. Uh, you were asking me what I want, which is to overthrow the order <laughs> ah. and take control of the island. Now what? Now we're on the same page. <laughs> this is it. You know, those people in Waterdeep follow me around. It's great. Uh -huh. But I mean, those people on the island, they've got nothing. They are less than... It's just a ready-made uh -huh. society ready to go and serve me. All we have to do is topple the order uh -huh. and we'll be... Top of the, you'll love the island, Waywalket. It's got that <laughs> volcano, as she mentioned. So far, this is a it's terrible beautiful. island. It's beautiful. It's tropical. It has sunny beaches. It has dinosaurs, venomous plants, humanoid eating plants. Why would you want to rule such a terrible place? Also, uh, rule these people? It's nice. <laughs> They they do have an established scene in the pirate community. Sunny beaches, lots of fresh fruit. Uh-huh. You could open up a little, you know, you could get a little resort going there. What, what are they going to pay me in, like, poisonous mm. spiders? Poisonous spiders is the main currency on the island of the Holy Absinthe. But, you know, it's a... That's a real nightmare. It's a clean slate. We can change it all. Um, I guess we could liberate those people and bring them something... That's better than the current life. I'm in, into that. You know what Manshoon and this old girl here have that we don't have, Waywalket? A magical inner sanctum in the Underdark? Exactly. Not necessarily in the Underdark, but, you know, we could be living in a bright, sun-soaked, heavily fortified fortress to consolidate our power. I mean, I don't know. I kind of like the alley. I just opened my new shop. I like it in Waterdeep. Well, think of this as sort of a getaway island timeshare situation. Like, I'm not against going to the island. I'm very curious to learn about, you know, your people, how they did this. Listen, I'm not... <laughs> as I gesture towards all of Waywalkin, or uh, um, Yosef, remembering that, like, Waywalkin is about up to your waist. <laughs> Remember when you told me to visualize a goal and I told you that it didn't matter what your goal was because the world was crumbling all around us? Well, it happens every day. I've evolved. I have a goal now. Don't you want to help me realize my dream of overthrowing the order and ruling over an island paradise or perhaps just returning it to those poor wretches who washed up there? I'm on to the second thing. I think uh, I'm really worried about your your power dynamics going on. I feel like these kids warped you really bad. And um, you now have maybe what they call a deity complex. But don't you want to help all the poor people that the cult has warped and abused? I mean, that sort of whole Santa Claus thing you were doing with Fablin. Like, what if you could do that, like, times a million? You could save those poor wretches. We'll put a pin in this for now. <laughs> anyway, that's what I want. And I think these terms are acceptable. She says, very well. Small counteroffer, because I have a small feeling with your abundance of confidence and attitude that overthrowing the island is not going to be much of a challenge to you. However, if you do 
establish a foothold on the island. I will offer resources to build structures, infrastructure, and fortifications on the island for you. I don't think you understand. These are powerful Asimar warlocks. I mean, the the losers who follow the cults are just kind of well, whatever. I mean, they're basically begging to die. But, I mean, we're talking about uh, serious mages of insane magical power. And also, uh, they have an army of ghosts on their side. Now, I mean, I'm very happy with my evolving powers, but I have limits. And only two ghosts. I mean, yeah, you got. I mean, there's Carl. He's kind of ghost. Is he a band of ghosts? You know, I'm beginning to think of Carl as more of a friend than a servant. Huh. See, I'm changing. I'm growing. That's, actually, that's a very positive sign. I want to help people. I want to lead people. Hmm. I feel like you're now in the spin zone. Says <laughs> um, very, yeah. very well, Master Yosef. Uh, we will. I'll see what I can do about helping you acquire. A position of power on the island. I mean, honestly, a couple of these spiders, they'd be just great. You know, they'd never see them coming. Well, you know, they probably would. These spiders are enormous. They're very large <laughs> and uh, intimidating. They mm. can fit me in their mouths very easily. How well. do they do on a beach? Uh, they'll probably reflect a lot of sun, given that they're made out of diamonds. Oh, gorgeous. Really? And I'm going to start sort of experimentally rapping on a spider. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Feel this way, well, it's incredible. No, it, it does feel like like a hard diamond when you when you tap on them. <laughs> you actually notice that uh, the the gowns that have like been used as drapes coming up actually have small little like you think they're diamonds, but you actually see that there's small little crystal diamond spiders just like holding on to to thread. So cute. Tell me the truth. When one of these old guys get old, do you just sort of chop them up and like make a bunch of rings? So no, no, these are. These are all part of uh, my protection. Hmm. Nice. Nice. I should get something going like this. I should, I should start building sort of a thematic defense. They're, they're invaluable allies. Mm. I, I will give you that much. Uh, and Mr. Waywalket, uh, what can I offer you as a reward? Well, on that, I think I will let you know at a later date. Because I think what I want from you, I don't know yet. That's fair enough, but I would I would put the deadline of before you leave. Please allow, please let me know what you would be interested in. Well, speaking truthfully, he's just opened up a store in a sort of overcrowded marketplace. It's maybe not a smart financial move, but you could really help him move the needle if you could uh, provide him with some, um, you know, kind of like more special types of. Artifacts he could sell through the store. Oh, I mean, to be frank, right now he's just selling trinkets and junk. Listen, everybody needs some brooms of cleaning. A handy spice pouch that has a lot of spice in it is a good everyday thing to have, and it keeps me off the black staff's radar. I can become an investor if you wish. Ooh, and you see, I just got out of the thumb of an uh, a secretive dark assassin's investor situation and I'm not necessarily looking to jump back into one. Oh, I'm, I'm no assassin. Mm. You know, you say that. Actually, I'm going to roll an insight on that. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, that is a, a 15 insight. 15? Uh, she hasn't 
uh, her face gives you no, almost like a perfect poker face. Mm-hmm. No inflections on the eyebrow, no like twitching of the ears or like movements on her on her cheekbones. Right. Like, it looks like she's keeping a very stern face. That nope, she's she's definitely not an assassin. You know, you say that, but you know, yeah, knife affiliations don't necessarily bear that truth out. And as I say, reputation. Oh, she says, oh, the knife affiliation. I was, I was a thief, uh-huh. and I've killed people for the while working for the knife. Oh, who hasn't? I mean, we have never worked for the knife. Oh no, but we've killed so many people. I mean, again, like not actually that many. There's like five Kenku, those two people from the Zentarim. Like, a ice sculpture that was shaped like Manchun. We're really not that prolific in our He murdering. wasn't just an ice sculpture. He was very powerful. He had a lot of Manchun's actual powers. Yeah, yeah, like some of them, yeah. yeah. And we murdered him without hesitation. That's true. No hesitation in the slaughtering of Snow Manchun. That is true. <laughs> Plus, once we get to that order, that count is going to go way up. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, prob- uh, pro- almost certainly. Those old guys are not going to go quietly, let me tell you. Oh, also, uh, your demons also murdered quite a number of Zentarim agents as well. That's true. Mm. Yeah, well, that's, I guess that's transited on us. I believe you actually even have, like, the special uh, ma- uh, demon maw kill where, like, it gets to eat somebody, and because it just ate somebody, it gets to rush over and attack somebody else. So, like, you you cut a path through through some Zentarim with your demons. <laughs> Um, but actually, I want to, you know, uh, what I want, uh, well, let me think on that, because, you know, I wasn't, uh, yes, I was really here to investigate through Amalika. Uh, I want to loop back to, uh, it's inside a volcano, this thing. Oh, yes, un- unfortunately, like most rare and secretive artifacts, there is some drama wrapped around where it is hidden. What would be a secret magical artifact it wasn't hidden inside a demi plane under a volcano in a dragon's lair under the ocean it's uh so the these these people who hide these things have such a flair for for the dramatics so how do you expect us to get under a volcano or to navigate molten lava oh so the volcano is dormant oh that's good I've never seen anyone actually enter the volcano, although people often fall to their deaths from it. You mean a sacrifice into it? Uh, it's more of a sort of, like, giving up. <laughs> <laughs> you see, for the first time, uh, Amelia raises an eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, yeah, I mean, nothing about this island surprises me now, I guess. So will you take the task to return the idol? We will absolutely take the task. We've been looking for a quest. Maybe things are getting a little stagnant. Maybe our rise to fame and power isn't going as fast as we want it to, and we're looking for something to give it a quick boost. Whatever. We'll take the job. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm in if Amalek is in. That's the real bar test here. Because if, uh, you know, if she hears your answers and it's no... We're going to have to walk. She says that is that is absolutely fair. I And I understand if you walk away, but please know that I will be doing everything to make sure that my priority is that Amalika is comfortable and she is happy 
and satisfied with whatever choices she decides to make. It's nice. It's a family reunion. It's all going to go so smooth. Amalika gets a mom. You get a little boost for your business. I get my goals. It's great. TBD. This is the <laughs> best weird magical person in a secret cavern that we've ever met. And I'm 100% on board. That is true. You are the best secret magical person we've met in a cavern. Mm -hmm. Great gown uh, effects, too, by the way. Yeah, I gotta admit that. Uh, is that like a magical gown you got there? Or, I mean, not that I want to talk about what you're wearing. It's just, Did you uh, train them to do this? Is it like sort of like a synchronized <laughs> swimming sort of thing? It's when you have a, an, a special affiliation with creatures in the Underdark, then you can, you can get them to do... All many different things. Hmm. I wonder yeah. if anyone's doing it for stripping, you know? Just kind of like a spot. You know what? Never mind. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you lost me there. Uh, we're on board. What next? So it's, well, uh, you're my guest for as long as you need to stay. Uh, we will arrange for dinner and accommodations to be made for you. Uh, so please take some time to enjoy the estate. Explore at your free will. Uh, aside from my own personal chambers, there are no closed or locked doors here for you. You can enjoy our library. You can enjoy our viewing grounds. I would advise to avoid the uh, the crystalline forest at this at the front at the front gates. That's kind of our passive security measures to keep out the unwanted. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm not looking forward to be eaten by a spider. Uh, that doesn't look uh, friendly. Their venom is is quite potent. If uh, you're particularly vulnerable to it that it feels like burning fire in your veins before you are turned to pure diamond we'd love a stiffer drink that mushroom wine just wasn't getting you over the horizon you know it's like very well we it shall be arranged our dining quarters will be a will be suited up for your needs and your particular tastes and flavors and uh please enjoy the rest of the night now if you excuse me i must go see my daughter as you see her stand up, she begins to walk forward. The um, uh, the gown is still attached to the, the top of the pillars, and it kind of stretches out, and it looks kind of like a spider web as it stretches out. And then all of a sudden, it comes down the columns, and you kind of like you hear that little chin that as it all coalesces into the train of her gown as she walks out with her valets into the next room. Why aren't you psyched about this? This is the biggest opportunity since that dragon's horde thing. Look, this lady has been hiding away from her own flesh and blood for the better part of two decades. She was a part of a secret assassin's guild uh, that, you know, commits various robberies and unscrupulous murders. Uh, and she's inviting us in all of a sudden once we get a little notoriety. She never made contact with Amalika before now. This is all very fishy. Well, I mean, think of it this way. Once we find this artifact, we don't necessarily have to give it to her, and we'll be inside a volcano, in possession of something that might be able to give us, uh, we might be able to use it to, to siphon the power of the Order. Uh, 
We might what, be able what, to. What would that accomplish? It would give us the ability to turn the tables on this situation, perhaps mm -hmm. almost unlimited power. The order did go on a lot about how the volcano contained a hidden power that was so mysterious only they could understand it. Often we just thought it was kind of bullshit that uh -huh. they were sort of using to ferry us around, but I never knew there was something there. Maybe there's more. What? <laughs> this is a lot of information, buddy. Um, this order just gets weirder and weirder. I am def, you know that it's getting my mind going. There's definitely we gotta check it out. But you don't have to trust this mysterious spider lady who's like made of spiders. It seems like very unsettling. I think that's a bit racist, Waywalker. It's definitely speciesist. The rats, noble creatures. The spiders, yeah. The rats ate all our food. The rats are the forest creatures who have adapted to the city and had to have made hard choices about various things and how to survive. You know, spiders, same thing. You know, also useful in the forest. They're doing their thing. But, you know, listen, they just give me the heebie-jeebies. Fine. If you're so suspicious, why don't we snoop around? I mean, we're already inside. We've got great snooping skills. Like, why don't we just sort of, you know, verify some references or see if we can uh, turn some spiders or whatever? Uh, that is a great idea, my friend. All right. So you wish to snoop about the estate? Yes. Yeah, I guess so. All right, so the room you are in is kind of like a hexagonal uh, shape. It's got uh, five uh, entrances to it. One has been, uh, it's not locked off, but the door has been slid shut, and that's where uh, Amelia uh, walked out from. Um, just do a quick sketch here on my notes. All right, so she exited out to the east. There is the, the four cardinal directions, north, south, east, west, and there is a northeast door as well. Hmm. The south is where you just came from, and that was kind of like that little like mushroom bioluminescent uh, garden that you came from. Uh, well, this is a, uh, there's there. So we came from the south, mm -hmm. and there's doors on the east, north, west, and there's another door northwest, northeast, and northeast. the the easternmost door has been slid shut. It doesn't look like it's been locked; it just got mm -hmm. slid slid shut. All right, let's um, just do a little randomizer. Eeny, babini, tigers and trees, meanies and motos. Uh, let's just do the uh, <laughs> one that's on uh, the north. <laughs> the north? I don't think that's how that goes, but fine. That's how it goes in the forest. Mm. <laughs> I just roll a d4, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so to the north, uh, it's a very... Against that, that red cherry uh, wood that's only being lightly lit up from the uh, the glow of the garden. As you come to this, you notice it's got uh, almost like a like a church tower, like just a square block of stairs that go around that's uh, that climb around the uh, the wall in like kind of almost like a spire up to another floor. All right, let's uh, a little steppy step step. Do you want to stealth or just walk? I guess we can just walk. They know that we're here. Yeah. If anything was watching us, it would still be watching us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like there's probably like hundreds of like little spiders yeah, who can see us and are processing this through like a psychic connection. Yeah, probably. Uh, you can either give me an arcana or a perception check. Your choice. Yeah, I'll do arcana because it's way better. Yeah, me too. 
<laughs> I rolled a one, though, so it's an eight. 16 for me. 16. Yosef, uh, you get the feeling that there is an ambient, magical feeling about this place, uh, but you don't see anything, you don't feel anything that would be like divination magic or uh, something that's like like an alert, like a observational magic. It just seems a lot of conjuration, a lot of magic used to form and make stuff around, more hmm. like aesthetic and visually pleasing as opposed to like spying. Well, they can't see us. They're not spying on us. Honestly, mm -hmm. in terms of fortresses, I mean, fortresses, uh, it's got the aesthetics, but maybe not as secure as she was bragging. Hmm. Well, um, on the inside, though, you know, once you're inside, you're inside. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start, uh, like, heading up the stairs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You hear very much, like, kind of like that echoey, like, clop, 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 clop. And as you just go up, a, like, a couple of sets of stairs, you come up to, it's a very simple door, and it opens up onto a brown, uh, a brown oak hallway with red carpeting on the floor. And on the oak paneling is definitely a very spider motif uh, patterns and emblems on the wall. They're really going for a theme. Mm-hmm. Kind of overusing it. Yeah, yeah, maybe like just a fresco or something. Uh, you can give me a history check if you want. Oh, yeah, why not? Uh, I got decent history. Or religion, up to you. Actually, no, not that. That has been giving me no favors. <laughs> <laughs> Double one? No, I rolled a, uh, a two, so it's a six in total. <laughs> yeah, there's... Seems like there's a lot of spiders here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The drow, they love spiders. I heard actually even that drows can like become spiders from the waist down if they want to. I don't know why they would want to. That means they're pooping webs. It's kind of a cute look, I guess. Uh, let's keep going. Uh, you can go <laughs> east or west. Um, west. Yeah. All right. West. You follow the hallway down. Uh, there's a couple of rooms along the way, and they just appear to be like spare guest rooms. Mm. Uh, nothing, nothing too bland, but nothing too over the top fancy. Just appears to be like uh, bed, uh, chamber pot, like wash basin, writing desk, and then um, a small window to look out with a small like little veranda to look out on the um, uh, on the, the 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 fungus garden that you you came in before. Such a weird recluse. She sure has a lot of guest rooms. Mm. Uh, you can give me a perception check inside the room. I bet spider yeah. people have a lot of cousins. <laughs> uh, that's an 11. 11? As far as you can tell, um, it seems like there's there's not a layer of dust on it, but it looks like stuff hasn't been moved in quite some time. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like she isn't getting... Uh, I'll like maybe like wipe my finger on like the... Like a desk or something. Yeah. It doesn't seem like uh, I'm getting a lot of guests, though. Um, let's head out and head back the other way. Uh, there so is a door at the, at the junction of the of the hallway at the end. Oh yeah, I guess we'll go through that. Oh, yeah. uh, it's very. It's again. They're all sliding doors and mm -hmm. opens up very easily. And you come into actually what appears to be a rather almost Beauty and the Beast esque type of library where you it's you couldn't see it because it's encased in stone from the outside. But this is like a good three or four stories tall of just shelves with books on it. And it's, it looks like if you, if Waterdeep had, if Waterdeep's library had come here yeah. and it's got uh, tables and workstations and like small little alchemy tables uh, in the mm. center of this library. It looks kind of like a catch all generic. If you were a magic user, this would be, this would be Eden for you. Oh, that's is a pretty nice. Uh, look at that little, that's a, that's an, 
That's a well-made alchemy kit and uh, books, books, books. This is a magic user's paradise. <laughs> Listen, some of us don't just get magical powers. Me, I gotta read a effing book to learn how to do all this stuff. I'm not much of a book person. I mostly just stare into magical orbs. Yeah, I know. My way's way hotter. Uh, Yosa, give me a perception check. Two. Two? Uh, you're kind of overwhelmed by this uh, stunning display of books. Uh, you can see, like, ladders are actually, like, moving on their own. It's got, mm. Waywalk, it's got that enchanted, like, like um, small little dusters are going around, like, just, like, making sure that the books are, are kept mm. clean. Uh, chairs are always being cut, like, just slightly adjusted so they're perfectly aligned with each other. Um, and there's a lot of self-maintenance, ma self-magical maintenance here. But, uh, yeah, there's, it's a lot of books and a lot of sliding ladders around. Mm. You do get the feeling that there may be, uh, give me our arcana check as well. Yeah. Come on, good rolls coming. Only four that time. Oh my god, Ooh, what's going on? <laughs> uh, that is a nine in my case. You can't nail down the lot, the specifics of it, but there's there's definitely some magic happening here. Mm. You just can't nail down what exactly the game yeah. is. Kind of fussy little creatures, aren't they? Yeah, as far as that, you know, there's so many of them. They could just little guys. Those guest rooms could use a dusting too. It's all I'm saying. I'm not telling you how to do your jobs. Just some free advice. Uh, you're in the Grand Library. Is there anything yeah. you wish to do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, where Miles as a player character comes to shine. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely want to take a look at, like, if there's any open books around. Like, It if looks like it's all been, like, cleaned and maintained like okay. like the library there's no like on. active thing yeah uh, if i check what the alchemy set is there any kind of like indication on maybe what they've been alchemy all cleaned up and all clean trim so, and chopper um do i recognize like the various ingredients are there's like classic alchemy or is there anything that are there maybe... actually it's actually just like empty beakers and like, oh, okay. a, like an open flame ready to to Go, mix okay. like it looks like it's been first day of school cleaned and ready for hmm. um then I guess uh, I would take a look to sort of see, like, I would do like, a cursory glance to see, like, what this library's, like, uh, main, like, focuses are, what the, like, what's, what is uh, Mamaka looking into? Give me an investigation check. All right. Come on. <laughs> Poor rolls tonight. Oh, my effing God. No. Also, this dice is banned. Uh, it's, again, a nine. Oh, no. <laughs> It's it's a lot of languages you don't speak, so it's mm. it's a bit difficult to figure out what. It's a lot yeah. of old tomes, but they're in good, really good condition. Yeah, as, and there, as as a lot tell. of them are in Elvish. Elvish. Uh, what, what language do you speak? I speak common Nomen Dwarvish, and thieves can't. But that is the auditory language. Yeah. <laughs> You'd recognize the the Elvish as Elvish just because uh -huh. of your time with the, with the Malika, but. Yeah. Other than that, you can't. It, they just look like glowing squiggles on 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 mother. Oh, books. but good news, Yosef uh, can read all writing. What? Since when? <laughs> oh yeah, your invocation. Your you? invocation. I thought I got rid of that when I threw away that. Uh... I thought that was your the one that you got. Uh, unless you switch it up between seasons, because you have you should have two invocations. I can't read all writing. What are my invocations? Your invocations are like the, the those like special things you get all the time. The first one that you took was the one that gives you um, the Eldritch Blast extra damage. Mm -hmm. 
And then uh, I remember when we leveled you up to level five, you took a second one, and I thought you took Eyes of the Roomkeeper so that you could read the writing on your body. And that's oh, how you did it. Yes. You oh, did. fun. And that's, what I, and that's what Eyes of the Roomkeeper does. I guess does. I am a reader. All right. Well, I'll do a little investigation. <laughs> All right. Roll it up. It's a 19. Yeah, it's so much fucking better. <laughs> yeah, as soon as you were like, oh, yeah, that's right. I can read this stuff. <laughs> Everything becomes known to you, Yosef. Uh, you do actually notice a couple of tomes do have those black and gold squiggles that you've seen on them before. Mm -hmm. But it's a lot. It's a lot, a lot, a lot of the study of magic and the sources of power and whatnot. And like the various different, some coming from planes, some coming from gods, some coming from uh, patrons some cause coming from magical items uh it's a whole it's main focus is magic and their sources it's the same stuff i've been working on you know i should really read more books considering i can read all of them yeah yeah that's that <laughs> you can read all the things in the original ish languages you know, it's like knitting, you know? It would be good to do, but, like, who has time? You do! Mm. <laughs> Everyone mm. does. You just gotta make time for it, Yosef. Do you think, if we allied with her, Amalika's mom could tell me how I'm absorbing all these magical energies? Very likely, yeah. I mean, looks like she's done a lot of study based on these titles you're reading out to me. I mean, I definitely like it, but I, I want it to go a bit harder, you know? I want to <laughs> absorb more power, you know? I want to be more, you know... Magical? I was going to say powerful. Interesting. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Getting that vibe off, yeah. Um, Is there anything I can, like, glean from these books or something I could, like, memorize or remember or something like that? Uh, you've, I say you got two choices. One would be a book on Paylor, and it's definitely got, like, all those squiggles and mm. designs uh, that you've seen on, on other religious people. And the other one is a treatise on, on ley lines in Toriel. Toriel's, like, the planet that you live on, and ley lines are essentially, like, big, magical rivers that flow around the world why are those two books the books because those are the ones i pulled off the top of my head oh you know maybe she'll let me keep one of these just as a sort of a show of faith what do you think you can always ask i mean would that make you trust her no <laughs> well let's keep both and let her pick one all right <laughs> all right well we don't have time to sit around reading books all day let's let's uh move waywalker let's get around this place yeah all right yeah we, we know where this is now uh, as you head out the door, uh, Waywalk, it exits the door. And Yosef, right as you get close to the door, you notice that the lights begin to dim and flicker. Mm. And from the wall, you see, you thought it was just kind of like part of the, the scenery. But you see this animated suit of armor with no head. It's just kind of like the shoulders and the legs. It's like clank, clank. And like, kathoom, kathoom, kathoom. And everything kind of shakes and rumbles. Uh, and it kind of like leans and crouches down towards you and says, um, subject not authorized. Please return subjects to the table. Ha <laughs> ha! Now that is security. And neat that it's blended with the decor. Yeah, it's a real mean-looking librarian. Listen, ghost, armor, automaton, whatever you may be, I'm just going to take these books to Amalika's mom. We're totally tight. I think we're really vibing. And uh, she's probably going to give me a loner. It's just sort of a show of faith. So, you know, 
Great job. Good security. But uh, why don't you sort of head back to where you were? Authorization not recognized. Please surrender your reading materials. Hmm. Not much on conversation, yeah, Izzy. No, I don't think uh, I don't think you're going to be able to persuade this living automaton. Oh, I don't know. I've got some means of persuasion at my disposal. Are you going to try to blow him up? Uh, I was thinking I might try blowing him up. <laughs> I don't know if that will show a sign of good faith to Amelia here. He just seems immune to my charms. Like, listen, listen, suit of armor. I am the leader of the people of tomorrow. My goal is to spread peace and harmony so that people become docile and subservient and giving of their life energies. I am no threat to you, sir or madam. So, you know... And I'm going to try to, like, I'm, I'm going to give him a sort of a, a President Obama-style shoulder clasp, mm -hmm. but also sort of try to push it out of my way. Okay, give me a strength athletics check. Hmm. No, it's just a two. <laughs> it's probably a minus. It's a one. Yeah. <laughs> so you try to, like, lean in. This thing's maybe about, like, ten feet tall as you're trying to clasp onto it. Oh, it's big. Yeah, it's massive. As you try and clasp onto its shoulder plate, and again you hear that kind of like robotic autonomous voice says, "Authorization, uh, authorization, not recognized. You have two minutes to surrender your your properties." Oh, fine. Keep your filthy books, and I'm just gonna toss the books wherever and try again to exit. You see them fly into the air as you toss them, and something just magically catches them, and the pages kind of flutter down as they close gently, and then get placed on the table. Yep, yep. Wouldn't want to muss the books. It's like authorizations to leave. Authorized. Yeah. You Thank you. You've been very helpful. I mean, it's probably just the borrowing policy. You might have to ask it in advance. Strict? Yeah, I mean, it's just, a, it doesn't know any better. You didn't even try charming it, though. Hmm. But it, you probably couldn't. It's almost certainly immune to any charm spells. No, that thing had no conversation. Let's go. All right, you come out, you've got the hallway to go in, there's that door to the north, and there is kind of like a dog leg that happens off to the east. Why don't you pick Waywalk it? All I found was some dusty old books. That was very valuable, actually. Uh, I guess let's go to this north door. Uh, the door. The north door is the stairs you came through. Oh, sorry. Uh, then I guess the dog leg? Yeah. You head towards the dog leg, and you notice that there is a door to the north and a door to the east as you come in. And against that lovely red uh, carpeted floor with like the, the brown oak panels that uh, align the side. And there's actually little uh, little crystalline mirrors that just kind of like light your way and like catch your reflection as you walk by. Mm, yeah. Dude. Yeah. Very nice design aesthetic. Uh, I guess let's do this east door. The east door looks uh, big, unlike the library door. This one actually has hinges on it, mm -hmm. and it's got that thick black oak look to it with the, the metal ribbing on the outside of it. It looks like something that you definitely keep safe. Is this the bedroom, you think? I guess the, uh, she said everything was uh, unlocked except a bedroom, and that we were not supposed to go into. 
feels accurate. Like, that, that's how I remember that conversation. You know, I don't remember that conversation. Very and I'm going to use that as a defense later. I always say we do some lock picking and, you know, uh, whatever you want to find out about this woman, the bedroom seems like a, a good choice. Mm, let's just see if this door is unlocked first. I'm going to try to open this door. Yeah, you, you unlocked it. Yeah. Swings open. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. What's in here? You think so, she keeps a suit of armor in bed? <laughs> uh, this actually isn't a bedroom. This is actually a, a, just as big as the as a library. Um, it, it has like kind of like a, a redstone, uh, almost like similar look to prison cells, but uh, inside the inside each like little cove is actually like a pedestal, and each pedestal has an item on it. And as you get up close to the items, you see kind of like this shimmer of force energy almost like this invisible ripple in the air as you get close to it and you can actually reach out and touch it and kind of get like that glass like punk 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 as you you tap on the side of it it looks like it's kind of like an armory or a vault type of thing or like her like personal museum see this is what i was talking about you're going to want a statement piece in the window of the shop and then people start talking about it and then they come on and like buy your magic brooms or other bric-a-brac yes thank you i understand the concept I just don't have anything good yet. <laughs> Seems like she's got a couple she could let go. Well, I'm yeah. going to poke at the sort of mystical. Yeah, you just, again, it's almost like you're hitting like a ripple of water every time you hit this like wall of force. It's kind of like ripples, uh, like tossing a pebble into a pond and it kind of fades off after a little bit. And you can see things like rods and wands and crowns and other books that are just like open on on pedestals and whatnot. Uh, do I recognize any of these items? Give me a perception check. Mm. Can I read any languages on these items? Uh, they're too far away to read. You can you can see what type of languages they are. Some are in giant, some are in uh, infernal, some are in abyssal. Oh. So like... uh, for perception, that would be a 11. 11? Nothing really stands out to you, but mm. you also get the feeling that a reclusive arcane user probably has a lot of stuff that's off the books hmm. uh would my arcana knowledge reveal any of these things yeah give me a roll all right i'm gonna take a shot at that too uh that was much better for me that is a 23 21 for me i think you should give us one object each yep. <laughs> absolutely so that golden rod that you see is a mm. rod of commanding hmm. uh it's essentially it's not exactly the most ethical of things. A lot of kings and emperors and whatnot used to use them. Uh, mechanically, it casts dominate person five times a day. Because hmm. when you really got got to get those laws passed, rot of command. Yeah, yeah. I I remember the evil king Wenceslas had that. Hmm. Uh, and for Yosef, uh, you actually see what appears to be uh, a cloak that's. Uh, is made it fits the motif of spider webs uh and it kind of like almost like a like a superman type of coke where it caper comes over the shoulders mm -hmm. and it kind of just falls down it has kind of like 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 uh almost like the trim was was uh was unkempt and just like kind of web dangles off the side and you actually know this is a uh a web of spider travel hmm. or sorry a cloak of a cloak of spider web travel uh hmm. and mechanically it lets you be spider-man it's, oh, 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 it's actually it's the cloak of arcana or arachnia no, rather this is something i made oh okay cool all right 
it, it literally lets you shoot webs out and like grapple onto things ah, and stuff like and that. Gotcha. <laughs> you know, it's nice, it's useful, but I don't know if I want to commit to this much of a motif. You know, it can become a a web. <laughs> Good fun, my friend. Uh, very weird, very weird. Um, but yeah, that makes sense considering she's got that whole thing going on and. Um, you know, I guess it's good that these things are in here, not on her person currently. Well, if she's got all this stuff who, in here, who knows what's on her person currently? Ah, that is true. That could be actually much worse. I hope that she isn't currently disintegrating Amalika. Everyone give me a perception check. Nope. Three. Eh. Aha, it's 21. Right. I'm really sorry about this, Miles, but uh, you kind of hear like this little like creaking sound, almost like two stones being ground against each other. Mm-hmm. And you look up and you see yourself reflected eight times in ruby-like eyes looking down on you. Yeah. And that's when you notice a giant ruby crystal spider clung to the ceiling. And you notice it's, four, it's two little mandibles are just kind of like polishing and scraping away at, at, its, at its ruby fangs. You see it kind of like this reddish brackish liquid just like oozing out and it's covering itself with this liquid and you notice that as yosef looks up you both reflect in the various cut it almost looks like a cut gem but in a spider form mm. and you can see various reflections of yourself many times in its thorax and its abdomen uh-huh. as you look up and kind of like see your face and yosef's smiling face like ah, oh, it's gorgeous and you get to look at yourself while you're looking at it <laughs> i actually pull my sword out like ah yeah <laughs> it has no reaction to you ah. Back beast. Hello. Oh no. <laughs> it has no reaction. It's kind of like grooming itself. Okay, it's grooming itself. I thought it was getting ready to eat us. We are two members of the Troll Skull Trio. Yeah. We slew the wizard Manshoon. We're famous. What do you think? Again, it gets puts more of that ooze over its over its head. <laughs> this explains why no one's in the guest room. I think it's trying to seduce you. Ooh. <laughs> Do I get like a sexy vibe from this? <laughs> give me an insight check. I'm gonna give it some fetching looks. Oh, a two. <laughs> uh, I can't read it. <laughs> no, you, you can't read it. it. It is a crystalline golem, technically, so it's hard to read any emotions. I mean, it. I guess in as much as anything is. Yeah, it's yeah. it's probably more sentry based than it is attention based. Well. I want to get the hell out of this room. I don't know about you. Fair. <laughs> you decide to exit? Yeah. Uh, and there is another door off to you as you come out off yeah. to your north as well. Yeah. Let's check it out. That, that leads to another hallway that goes almost in a straight line north to kind of like, it looks like a metallic door. Well, let's try it out. Yep. Yep. This one slides open and you notice it actually opens onto kind of like a smaller mini garden way it's like almost going down a down a down a hill and it's you get the feeling it's almost like a personal garden type of thing where you see mm. various fungi hanging from the trees and they've curved up and uh, kind of go like off that greenish yellowish neon glow as well as you look down it's something you haven't seen for the very for in a very long time is it looks like blue grass has been growing and kind of get like that soft cushiony feel mm. and then uh, you don't even need a nature check for it. As you get down and look closer, you actually realize that each individual strand of grass is actually like like a thin mushroom that seems to have grown up and imitate the sensation oh, of grass. Like a shiitake. Yeah. Huh. I mean, it's got good 
horticulture people down here. Really into mushrooms. Yeah, I I'm mean, gonna pick one of the mushroom sure. blades of grass. Uh, do you want to pick like one of like the fancy ones or the or the blade of grass one? The fanciest one I can get my hands on. It's kind of like if a banana was growing. It's got kind of like little like uh, nodules on it, like it was um uh, not a squash. What do you call those mm. things uh, for Halloween time? A gourd. Sure. Mm. Yeah, like it's like a, a fungus gourd. As you pull it off, it actually smells quite aromatic. Like it smells like like almost citrusy, like like uh, limes and lemons. As you kind of like. Just giving like a little bit of a squeeze, like it kind of like produces that smell around you. Mm. Do you want to buy it? No. All right. <laughs> toss it aside. <laughs> you see it squish and land, and actually as it lands, it kind of depresses a little bit, and the whole room is now filled with that lemony lime type mm. of smell. That smell nice, but no, I think that's almost certainly poisonous. Hmm. Onwards. So Our, we'll go through the garden. What's on the other side of the It's garden? actually kind of like a self-contained like little... Oh, it's just like a like a courtyard, like yeah. you can't get out. Like a private garden type of thing. So what's, of all the things we've sort of mapped out, like what haven't we seen yet? Uh, you can you haven't done the other doors from the main meeting throne room area. Should we go back and check it out? Yeah, might as well loop around. I mean, uh, this is a, not exactly fresh air. It's, you know... Oh, you haven't felt fresh air in yeah. quite some time. Yeah. yeah. Well, not since we... Uh, I mean, this is actually probably around noon. Yeah, about. Yeah, like we left in the morning of Waterdeep, so it's been a couple hours anyway. Yeah. Are we where are we approaching an act break, or can we can we take a break? Yeah, actually, it's been an hour, and we absolutely can take a sweet take a break. Yeah. And we are at the break. I hope everyone's been enjoying themselves so far, as we get a chance to peel back the layers and get to explore a little bit of Amalika and the, the Ballantre family and what's been going on. Maybe more questions have been raised than answered, uh, but we're going to see what happens with as Waywalker and Yosef continue to explore the manor. Uh, we have some things to take care of, some things to address that are podcast related. Uh, first of all, we hope everyone is safe and happy and at home and isolating yourselves from anyone else to practice social distancing and keeping others from getting uh, exposed to uh, COVID-19 out there. We hope you're checking on your loved ones and your friends, and we hope you are washing your hands. Uh, so diecast related things. So we have about nine or 10 episodes banked in the buffer already. So we don't expect any delays in the near future, but there is, we are not uh, recording right now. We're going to see what we can do by doing a couple of practice episodes of playing another game or just hanging out over Roll20 or whatnot to see how we can do by recording at each other's uh, home and just seeing what, what happens when we do that. So we still have to try that out, but uh, we, I do anticipate at some point we're going to have to either take a break or lengthen the time in between episodes before we can start recording again. So we're going to put up a poll on Twitter and spam it in Discord and YouTube and, and wherever we can, because um, the two choices are we switch to a bi-weekly release, so we release every two weeks, or we jam it all together and then take kind of like a mid-season break, let everyone take time to recoup and recover from, from the coronavirus, and then we jump back into it after record and see what happens there. Uh, so... When the poll goes up, we will let you know, but we just want to let you let everyone know what we are anticipating, what we are planning. We're all kind of making this up as we go along. So nothing is written stone, 
but we have a couple of avenues that we're exploring at the moment to uh, not to be vague on purpose, but we, we really, we literally don't know what to, what we're, what we're planning to do just yet, but it's going to be one of those two things. And as for appearances and conventions, well, obviously breakout con is, has passed and is on postponement. Uncon is still on the books, but I have a sneaking suspicion that that's going to get delayed as well. So tentatively Uncon's still there, but I, I feel like it's going to get pushed back or on hiatus for a bit. So we will let you know what's going on. As soon as we get news, we will communicate it out to everybody else. And the other thing, uh, the other news that we have is uh, the Unbridled Anthology is coming out. Oliver Clegg has composed or has assembled a group of authors together to make a, you know, uh, a, an adventure series about hags and unicorns. And I have put in my own little one-shot adventure called The Magnificent Revenge of Agnes Wormwiggle. That is coming out on March 30th. And if you need any more information, you can check out at Death by Badger and you'll and Oliver will be tweeting all the relevant information. I'm going to put out a couple of tweets advertising it. So March 30th at the DMs Guild, you will find it a awesome. I've got to see the preview copy already. It looks beautiful. It looks amazing. It looks fun and just it's fun for the sake of fun, and I encourage everyone to check it out because it's going to be a great fun of D&D adventures. Um, and I think that's it. It's going to be a quick episode today as we try to figure things out. We will see you next week. And if things do change, uh, check out the Discord or check out our Twitter at Diecast Podcast or on our website at www.flaglitterstudio.com. Of course, anywhere you can find a podcast, we will be there. And our own YouTube channel and Discord channel, which will have links everywhere. You've heard it all before, but uh, again, Again, please wash your hands, uh, check in on your loved ones, stay safe, stay vigilant, stay aware and stay informed. We love you. We can get through this together and we will. And we hope everyone stays safe, have fun and just tell a family member how you feel about them. I think that's it. I will see you next week. Have a good one. back ready to rumble we are back from break as we're exploring the estate of amelia balantre as amalika is off having a conversation with her mum right now uh we'll say you're back in the main throne room area uh and you've got uh nor the door to the north you just came out of the door to the east is still closed south is where you came from from the garden and you got west and you've got northeast Never rest in the West? <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, you slide the door open to the West, and it again opens out into the kind of this big, rocky uh, garden uh, as you come out. But there's no fungus or natural bite. There's, there's kind of like these magical crystals just floating in the air, giving off like a violet blue light that kind of lights everything up. And you notice that the stones are very specifically cut. Uh, they're very... Uh, right angles sharp and rigid and and stand out and you notice that they're placed in odd places throughout it's maybe about like a hundred feet in diameter it's kind of like a flat floor and then like it rounds up to a, a cave at the top it looks almost unnaturally round like it's not mm -hmm. like a hand carved or natural formation this has been formed uh magically somehow uh and you can see various almost like um uh almost like wood barricades like like three pieces of wood tied together uh, with either like a rope or a vine, which for the Underdark is a little weird because there's not a whole lot of wood down here. Mm -hmm. uh, and you do notice that there's this red ruby crystal, uh, almost like like the shape of like a, over like a Sim's head, like kind mm. of like that con conical yeah, yeah. Uh, crystal, just kind of like 
hovering in the air and it's kind of like pulsating this like light uh light red that's above the wood it's it's actually just floating by itself near the door mm. arcana check i guess mm-hmm. it is a 12 12 that's enough uh it seems to be uh magically infused and it seems to have like divination magic on it and it feels like uh you can touch it and activate something here we can touch it and activate something here Let's try. You do that while I cover my eyes. Okay, you cover, <laughs> I'll touch. Uh, so I, I step right up to it and I give it a little like slapperoo. A little tappy tap. Uh, you see the red like pulse out and all of a sudden all the blue lights turn into uh, almost like sunlight as you wear. It's like almost a little brightening as you kind of like... I'm glad I covered my eyes. eyes. Ah. As you see, uh, trading routine initiated, and then you see like these wooden targets begin to come up from behind these stone uh, barricades. Oh, I I thought this was going to be some sort of seasonal effectiveness disorder bullshit, but this is better. You see the targets go down. I'm going to slap it again. Uh, You see training uh, training regime uh, regiment two now commenced and you see from the ceiling you see like these round wooden targets come dropping down they almost like clay pigeons just they're being dropped to the floor there's nothing to catch them they're just like hitting the floor as they come down <laughs> i'm gonna try to blast one of them all right give me a ranged uh with a eldritch blast um, you can do two shots two shots yeah, all right you gotta yeah, do attack roll yeah, your, first your d20 first oh i roll my d20 first yeah, okay yeah. roll it twice uh oh five and two <laughs> Uh, plus your uh, spell yeah, plus your attack. Oh, I, uh... um, so uh, 10 and 13. 10 is all you needed, as you see. Wow. Blam, blam, as, as arcane force energy blasts through the two targets. Ha <laughs> ha, this rules. We should get something like this for the tavern. That actually would be very useful in our training, because we're, you know, maybe going to a dangerous island full of murderers, as you say. And now I am uh, actually getting more afraid of this uh, mission as I talk it over. Give me more, give me more. I slap the crystal again. You slap the crystal again, and you see kind of like, uh, it goes, uh, in training routine number three, initialize, and you see the back of the room kind of like shimmer a little bit, Mm. and you see this red dragon begin to pull itself through the stone as it comes down and it breathes out this giant gout of flame. I'm going to need evasion checks. Wow, this is amazing. (laughs) So what is this, athletics? It's a a dexterity Dexterity saving throw. Yeah. D8. Um, oh, D8? No, oh, I, no I'm sorry. Uh, 16 for me. 16? Um, also 16. Oh, you both make the save. This thing really went from 0 to 60, <laughs> huh? Like... 10, 18, 20, uh, 25. 31 points of fire damage halved is 15 points Jesus of fire Christ, damage. Holy shit. Oh, uh, is it 15 points? 15 points of fire. Oh my god, that's half my life. Uh, no, you, yeah, I'm not doing so good either. <laughs> you're, go, you're going up the, uh, the, routine, the the training routines pretty fast. Yeah, that was a swift escalation. Like, what the fuck? Uh, I guess, like, do we hit it back, or is it now just retreated? It's actually just retreated. It was just a, a dodge and evade type of thing. Oh, I see. Ow! Well, we learned a lesson, I guess. Yeah, I don't. I think it's stop touching the ruby. Stop touching the ruby is the lesson. <laughs> that is the lesson. <laughs> so you're both just covered in char and, and, and soot a little bit. <laughs> you do notice that uh, some of the the uh, the wood uh, the wood standings or the wood stands 
have actually are immune to there's no fire damage on them whatsoever oh i need to get some of the, an armor made of that wood apparently it looks like you're thinking about something else uh, yeah I'm just, <laughs> i'll do um a healing hands on myself and also way walk it okay and then what's the sort of process for for healing hands here Your healing hands is, is, is five points of healing that you can deal to one target Okay, great. So I'll give me one. I've got two of them, actually. Mm. It says here two times. Maybe because you hit level five? Healing hands times two. I think uh, I think you only get a healing hand. Oh, the times five is that you get like five points of healing. Because healing hands is, is a racial ability that gives you one point of healing per level that yeah. you have total. Oh. And you get that like once per day. Once okay. Per well, then instead I'll do um, w- one healing light for me and one healing light for you. So here's me. A nice five there. Bumps me back up to 33. That seems about all right. Here's one for you, Waywalket. Oops, just one. (laughs) You know what? Let's just throw one more on there. Sure. Uh, A three. So you get four total. Yeah, I'm at at 19 hit points now. Uh, That's fine for now. We can... You can heal me more. I also have uh, our emergency uh, heal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see uh, a dark elf in kind of like uh, fine looking uh, clothing come up. It's mostly like uh, violet and, and red themed in color, almost like a like a valet suit. Like it's he's got proper pants and uh, kind of like a like a vest with like a, a indigo dress shirt. He comes running up. He's like, has someone activated the training room? What's what's going on here? I did. Did you build this place? It's amazing. I, I, I did not, but you should be very careful in there. We we can teach you how to use it, but there are some training programs that the lady uses that are quite dangerous. You know, hey. I'm the slayer of the wizard Mansoon. Like, I think we've all got this together. His name is Manshoon. Manshoon. <laughs> Man, sometimes I wish you could just take control of people so you didn't have to impress them so much. Anyway, we're very impressed with your spider kingdom. We think you've gone a bit heavy on your motif, but other than that, this is uh, terrifically impressive. Who are you? Hi. Oh, my name is Warrens. Uh, I'm one of the, uh, the the head attendants here. I essentially help the guests out as as they come in. I uh, was getting dinner prepared, and then I heard the the training room activate. I was uh, usually when the smell of fire means someone is activated. I knew our lady was talking with her daughter so i was concerned it went off by accident or someone may have triggered it by accident <laughs> no accident here my friend and let me say i enjoyed every second of it however uh there was some talk about a stiffer drink than your mushroom juice uh how about we scare up a bit of that oh 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 yes we we absolutely we absolutely can if that's if that's what you need we can we can accommodate you for sure I'm- oh i wouldn't say i need it but i'd really like it a little parched after being lit on fire sure dries you out <laughs> well p- Please do, do not touch things that you're not familiar or accompanied with because you, you could have fire breathed on you. Yes, well, we just actually had fire breath on us and it was um, unpleasant. I must tell you, in all honesty, we've been going around here touching a lot of things pretty indiscriminately. But uh, you might want, you might distract us by hustling up that stiffer drink. Oh, yeah. Well, please follow me to the dining area. We have a a bar and food service set up for to uh, a wide palette to accommodate any needs or or recommendate or requirements you 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 need uh, this, we are we are at your service here <laughs> if there's one word to describe my palette it is wide and i give him like a little wink 
Is he charmed by me? Uh, Am I winning some points with this elf? Give me a persuasion check. <laughs> I have a wide range of interests and tastes. Oh, yeah, he loved it. <laughs> it's uh Sorry, what kind of check is this? A persuasion. It's a 20. Yeah. He's like, he nods and says, very, very well. Okay, well, uh, please follow me. And if you need uh, a training routine, I can recommend a couple for you that are uh, less surprising than the illusionary. More level appropriate is what you're saying. <laughs> well, I mean, it's 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 basic evasion tactics to yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, let's... see a threat coming and take cover. You know, we could handle something a bit stronger in uh, many ways. Very well. Let's let's go get that drink taken care of. He's playing it cool, but I'm totally charming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's get a little little talky-talk to Mr. Warrens over here. So, Hmm. Warrens, how long have you been in the employ of um, Amelia? Uh, Oh, it's a a tricky question to ask. I've, I've been in her employment for about... 80 years or so, but oh there's, my. there's a couple of, of occasions where she has been decades away from. Oh, yeah. Sometimes like an absentee boss, eh? Yes. Yes. And like in that time, you know, you just here in the manor, keeping it together. That must be so difficult. Uh, such a big property. Uh, well, it, it can be. It's 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 very well contained. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. We do have some some fungus invaders every now and then and encroach on the property and we use the incinerators to try and keep them at bay. But uh, other than that, no, we we keep our, our home quite hidden and quite secretive. Did you say a fungus invaders? Oh, yes. The, the mycondids every now and then try to encroach on our territory. Very weird. I don't think I've ever heard of those, uh, those beings before. Uh, give me either a nature or a history check. Either or. I rolled oh. a one, so it's a five. It's a five for me too. <laughs> we don't know about my condits. No, he he <laughs> gives you like, he's they're essentially mushroom people. Uh huh. Yeah. Every now and then they like to uh, just peruse the perimeter and see if they can just push the boundaries a little bit and encroach. We keep our borders very very well defined. So if, if you've been uh, employed by. Amelia, for 80 years, you must have been there when Amalika was born. Uh, actually, I, I was not. That happened no. That happened somewhere else. We must have maybe met, uh, you know, Amalika's father. Did, you know, did he share residence here? Oh, yeah, yes, I, I have. I, he, he was my former employer as well until... His... Oh, so you were like in the family employee. Yes, he unfortunately passed away... Uh, uh, a while ago. Oh no! How did he die? Uh, I'm actually I'm I'm not sure. I've, I wasn't made aware of this. All I know is that he passed away in Waterdeep. In eighty years, you never asked how he died. Oh, he passed away about I think it was twenty years ago. They mm. said. Oh yeah, when um twenty years ago, maybe more. I'm I'm not too sure on the and uh so. 20 years ago, would you say, like, maybe 20 years ago, uh, Amelia maybe came back to this manor? Like, was she missing it around 20 years ago? Oh, less than 20 years ago. Maybe about 15, maybe? Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, you know, uh, Amalika was telling me about her father and some of her earliest memories, and the name, it, like, it rhymed with... Axel, maybe? 
what was it was the name again of Amalka's dad? You see him go, actually, I've trying to think of it right now, and I can't recall it. Okay, can't remember your former employer's name? You see his his face looks uh, a little confused. Like he's like, no, I, I actually can't. I wonder, I wonder why that is. Well, I mean, you're, you know, you're very young, so maybe uh, heavy uh, drinking. He's like, oh, thank you. I'm I'm in my early one fifties, though. But thank you for the compliment, though. Uh, but he says, no, I just. It's funny. I've never, never thought about it. It's it's. I'm it just. See, it feels like it's at the tip of my tongue, but I just can't remember right now. Huh. Well, you know, that's not suspicious at all. <laughs> well, <laughs> magical things happen here, and if Our Lady has reason to keep his name see, we, I don't know how much you know about the history of the Balantre, but we are, we are a broken house among, among the, the Dark Elves. Yeah, you got maybe like a Coles notes for us there? What's a broken house? <laughs> well, the, in, in, tier, in, in Dark Elven society, there's many different houses that uh, form the culture. Um, houses rise, houses fall, and some houses get accused of things, unjustly so, and the other houses band together and try to remove forcefully your status as a great house. What was the house accused of? Uh, you see him trying to think again? He's like, you know, it's... It's at the tip of my tongue. I just can't seem to remember exactly what it was. But our original location, they, they assaulted without prejudice. They launched a massive attack and we were forced to retreat and flee. It took us a while to collect back together and, and establish this, this place. Well, you did a bang-up job. It's really very impressive, filled with ruby spiders. Oh, you've met the one of the guardians. Oh, yes, they're... they're they're quite they're quite friendly when you get to know them. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> they did seem awful flirtatious. Listen, does it bother you that you can't remember key details from your own life? Asking as a friend. <laughs> See, it it is it is a strange feeling. It feels like I should remember it, but again, okay. uh, Our Lady is a most powerful arcane caster, and if she declares that i need not remember something she must be doing so for a good reason yeah you really trust her with uh, your whole brain hey eh? oh yes you trust her with everything i'm the brain um hmm well uh thank you for this drink it's been uh, actually uh <laughs> as he says as he walks you to the to the table he's mixing looks looks like a very almost invisible martini glass the glass seems paper thin it looks like you're almost holding an, an invisible drink and he's got kind of like, it's kind of like water mixed with like this swirling reddish brackish liquid Ooh. as he uh, slinks it around and puts what appears to be like a purple olive uh, in the martini glass and he holds it out and he's like, now be careful with that. That is actually a uh, ruby venom martini. It's got quite a kick to it. So I shouldn't eat this gem. Don't eat the olive. Well, you can eat the olive. I put it in for decoration, but the, it's the we 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 mix some some uh, some lunar liqueur and some ruby spider venom together to really pack a punch. Have you tried this on gnomes before? We're very delicate in our own hearty way. Uh, I've never 
I haven't seen a gnome in quite some time, so I think this would be my first time offering a drink to a gnome. Yeah, have you have you left this place in eighty years? Oh no, I'm I'm one of the guardians here. We work to keep the ground safe. So you you you, you never leave. So no, no, no. Well, let's hope you didn't forget how to mix this drink. Bottoms up, our new friend. Yeah, and I cheers. will down it. <laughs> it is. I'll have a sip. <laughs> uh, for you, Yosef, as it goes down, it is one of the smoothest drinks you've ever had and it's when it hits your your stomach it's almost like that brandy feeling kind of like this mm, warmth emanates yeah. uh, out around you also give me a constitution save please <laughs> dc 10 so oh. but do i add this in the in the saving throws do yep. I, so i this is going to be 10 plus 3 yes yep. okay gotcha basic 10 Oh, that's, oh, that's, oh, that's oh, a D10. That you just roll the D10. So you need a, a regular D20. Oh, I, so I need to roll a 10. Yes. Counting my three? Yeah. Oh, Plus that should be pretty three, easy. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yep. Uh, you do not get poisoned by the red ruby venom poison. Mm. Uh, but it feel you feel warm, almost like a drink could hug you. <laughs> now I think I know why you don't remember a thing, my friend. <laughs> I'll have uh, another of those if they're going. Uh, Waywalkit, are you having an... Yeah, I had a sip. I were like, like, like a Give me a constitution save, All please. Right. This is only a plus one for Waywalkit. DC 10. A skinny little boy. It is a seven in total. That hug and warm sensation that, that oh. Yosef is describing kind of gives you like... IBS cramps right oh. in your stomach. Oh, yeah, I think the I think the venom is hitting. You and... look like that went down the wrong pipe, little friend. Which way to the commode? Oh, I was like, oh, we don't have working plumbing here. We have a, a chamber room. I gotta go. <laughs> uh, you are now poisoned for the next hour. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, well, I guess I've learned my lesson: is don't offer. Uh, a, a red ruby venom martini to a to a gnome. They do not have the stature to handle it. <laughs> you know, we all learn lessons. Oh god! And I'm gonna swig the rest of my pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Give me another Constitution save. Uh, that is a fourteen. You're fine. <laughs> Double hug. Oh my stomach! Yeah. <laughs> You're from the, the whales from oh, from, the, from the chase. How's room. it going in there, little buddy? Not great. Oh, you got burned twice. Yes, that's very amusing, and I hate you so much right now. Uh, I don't think that's true. Says <laughs> so, so. I hear you're going to help the lady uh, with her her mission to uh, acquire this idol. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it sounds like a good deal. We're on board. I'm from that island, by the way. Um, any information about why she wants it so much? Uh, as far as I know, it, it is her passion on magical items and texts that transfer powers between different things. So I'm not sure where her original desire comes for those things, but it, it is in her motif. Now that we're speaking candidly, um, you know, I've been interested in uh, transferring magical powers uh, myself. I mean, how successful is she? Has it been working out? Uh, well, she doesn't talk, go into the specifics of her experiments that she's been conducting these these past couple of decades. But uh, I do know her library is an incredible resource. If that's, uh, if that's your area of, of interest as well, that should definitely cover uh, any queries or... or 
be a source for new set of questions that may that may arise yeah despite my amazing ability to read all languages libraries are kind of a pass for me um she did mention a room that we were not uh, permitted to enter any idea why what maybe goes on there oh i i believe those would be her private chambers and it, it's a simple request of a of a of a great lady who's been trying to conceal herself from the outside world for for many many decades now yes of course so uh why don't you just uh tell me where it is so that i'll remember not to go in there give me a persuasion check oh only a 10 uh he says i i wouldn't feel comfortable divulging that information if the lady wishes to share that she will share it herself i feel that where she sleeps should be a safe and sacred place. I cannot divulge any information about that client's secret legal account. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too hot. <laughs> what are you doing? Are you out of the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I'm going no, again nowhere with this servant. Okay. I, I think it's past for now. And, oh, I just got to hold on to you for a second here, buddy. Mm -hmm. Just yeah. steady yourself. Yeah, yeah. Listen, uh -huh. friend, I didn't want to say, but we've actually brought uh, a sort of secret present surprise for the lady. And uh, we just kind of want to smuggle it into her inner chamber so that she can enjoy it in private. Well, I mean, I can deliver to her, not a, not a problem. Like, there, let's, 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 let's not disillusion ourselves. There is security protocols that... That still have to happen, and her life is still in danger. There are, there are many assassins and arcane users who wish to see her her line finally destroyed. All right, of course, of course. You know, do me a favor and forget about it, because you know it seems like that's kind of what you're best at. Uh, forget that you're going to. I can deliver the gift for you. If you yeah, like. forget about it. Um. Anyway, shall we continue our tour of the grounds before dinner? Yeah, yeah, I think I can, uh, I think I can manage a little, maybe a little walking around would be good for me. Um, you know, uh, just one more thing there, uh, Warrens, how, how many of you work on the grounds here? Oh, I, I think there's about 30 of us. Wow, uh, that's a big th staff. 30, 30 dark elves and a couple of automatons and, and sentinel guardians and constructs and whatnot. And you're all just, uh, like, employees and, and wards? Like, none of you are family? Uh, oh, I think anything. some of us are family, but we all, we've all live here and we... And show. she's the main matriarch going on there. Yes, that yeah. is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. My understanding is that that's a really big in the drow society. Oh, that's actually an offensive term. Uh, uh, drow? Drow? Please drow? stop. Please stop saying that. Wait, it's, drow? It, it's just very insensitive. To We've it. been saying drow all over the place. Oh, uh, it's we're, we're dark elves. Thank you. I, th I mean, that just seems. Hmm. I feel like in the word dark elves, you're also othering yourself. I don't know. I mean, what, it's your word. It's your word. You know. I'm sorry. I apologize. Please don't I have drow. Drow. Please don't gnomesplain <laughs> my my own culture at me. Like a very. Sick. My apologies. I, I forgot myself. My man is there. It is. It is your 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 building. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. Matriarchs. You love them. Mm -hmm. Amelia is the main one here. Mm -hmm. No sub matriarchs. I guess. I mean, maybe Amalika. I mean, I guess. Amalika seems next in line to take over from her. Hey, mm. Yeah. 
Any anyone here maybe was there when Mark was born? Oh, maybe I I don't know. Uh, if if my memories are having troubles with me, then may, they may have similar troubles. I I don't know. You'd have to you'd have to ask around. But yeah, I, well, we'll see if uh, we bump into anybody. Like very well. Uh, all right, let's uh, yeah, let's see. Let's you know, let's check that east door. Let's yeah, what's in the eastern way? Uh, so you head back to the uh, the main room. Yeah. Uh, the east door. You open that up, uh, and you see uh, it's actually empty, and it's uh, kind of like this uh, co- not cobblestone, but like individual stones uh, into the floor. And as you look up, you can see this dome of stars and it's not quite a night sky but it's little gemstones implanted into the stonework to kind of give the mm. the illusion of a night sky and you can look down and you see on the floor these concentric circles uh with like these glowing blue arcane runes and in the runes also has like some type of gem dust or some gem sparkle to it and mm. you kind of have like this light from the bottom and this light from the top and you almost has like this this uh arcane hums like as you come in, and you can both give me an arcane arcana check if you wish. One. 21. Oh, well, three, really. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 21. Waywalk, you've heard about these before. This is kind of like your generic, like, ritual meditation room. Mm. Uh, this is a place where scrying can happen, rituals mm. can happen, uh, just self-reflection on questions of the universe and matters unknown to the mortal mind type of thing. Yeah, keeping an eye on uh, the um, the upside world, probably. You know, I liked saying drow, and it's kind of a hassle for me that I have to stop saying drow just because a drow asked me not to. <laughs> Those are my <laughs> thoughts. Um, you know, let's keep our thoughts to ourselves sometimes. Mm, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Uh, you also uh, know Waywalk. It this would be a perfect place to summon Carl. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's a room like this is built that it's got co- some advantages that normal ritual chambers don't have. Like for cheaper rituals, you don't need material components to, oh. to activate them. Yeah, this could be a real Carl. This is a Carl's like main bank, and I could frankly use a half hour lie down. <laughs> All right, let's whip them up. Are there any sort of ingredients where we could bake a Carl here? This is just like a round magical stone chamber. That so you, be, you don't, and you don't need any ingredients if you summon them here. Oh, really? I could yeah. just. But will he still be pastry? It's no. He'd he'd be kind of like his ghosty Carl shape. Oh, okay. Like his three piece suit and stuff like that. Sure. Well, yeah. maybe pour it in a store. All right, we yeah. we'll, we'll summon Carl if you want. You don't have to if you don't want to. No, we definitely want to. Whoa. Hey, I got eaten by a spider. Carl, you're back. I'm, I'm back. sorry we sent you after that spider. Hey, at least we know. Mm-hmm. And yep. Knowing is half the battle. Knowing is half the battle. It's also half uh, spiders here everywhere you look, Carl. So oh, just my God. Heads up. All Maybe spiders. Stay close. Stay very close. Those things, they were like, they're made out of like either like crystals or diamonds. They, they physically hurt me. I usually like... Yeah. Like... Carl, no. Oh, it was painful. Like, it was like two spikes just being driven in and then i can't feel the poison but then i was like ripped apart from the inside and i don't know what it was about them but i felt everything and it was awful oh carl that's so tragic it's not like when you eat me where i'm just like i'm dough and plushy and yep. full of sugar that's and, how we do yeah this this one hurt a lot i don't want to do that again oh 
Like I'll, I'll go if you send me, but I, I did not like that at all. See, that's disappointing, Carl, because we actually need you to break into the bedroom of like the lady of the house, yeah, if you know. Wait, what? Uh, okay, just point me in. The wait, direction. what could she brainwash that guy? Yeah. That guy had no memories for sure, and yeah. it wasn't sort of a charming. Oh, I don't remember you, but actually, you do remember them. You're just telling them you yeah. don't remember them to make them feel less important, so that you feel more important. It's called right. negging. Right. Anyway, uh, no, it's. <laughs> so when I told you she was a mysterious potentially evil creature you didn't care you know but when you meet some brainwashed servant suddenly it's a huge issue you know i was caught up in the drama of it all i'm still on board with this mission to go back to the island uh but i think you're correct that a little prudence might be the word of the day here anyway carl how do you feel about maybe sneaking into her bedroom maybe Okay, uh, well, this is a really magical place. Am I going to run into any magical defenses? Or oh, yeah, very much so. Most definitely, yeah. Carl. In fact, oh. yeah, maybe multiple ones. Yeah, Considering res- how many current traps we've seen, you got to imagine that the one locked room has even more and will almost certainly disintegrate our friend here. Oh, yeah. I mean, prepare yourself for probably the pain you just experienced time Aww. tense. You know, steal yourself, Carl, because that's what being an adventurer is all about. I think, I think I'm starting to hate spiders because that, that was really painful. That, yep. that hurt a lot. It makes you feel any better. We were recently <laughs> incinerated ourselves a little bit by a... Well, see, fire I can do. Magical dragon. See, Carl, we're getting hurt for real all the time. So, you know, let's see a little team spirit. Okay. Do you know Do you know where it is at all? Am I wandering around aimlessly? I guess let's, let's snoop around the northeast entrance. Yeah, let's, let's not waste going. Carl on this. No, no, but he should be invisible and like on your shoulder. Oh, definitely, now. definitely. Don't, don't sound too far ahead. Come with me, little friend. Uh, you know, it's kind of weird to see you, you know, as a in your ghostly form, you know? Well, the suit's nice. The suit's nice. I, yeah, I, I kind of miss this uh, version of Carl, honestly. The food I find sometimes distracting, frankly. I, I am delicious food. I can totally understand. The I followers will... really like the bread thing. The yeah. hot dog was great. I mean, not so much that I'm going to build, like, a fortress out of bread like this nonsense. No, but, no. you know, it's been a useful symbol. Yeah, uh, as a... Uh, you know, entrepreneur never build anything out of food. It's not a very good idea. What if? What if? Uh-huh. What if? And they're just brainstorming. No bad ideas. No this bad ideas. This is going to be a bad idea, but go ahead. It's a fortress made out of enchanted garlic bread. Uh-huh. But the garlic bread is so good, it enchants everyone to eat it. So while they're distracted eating garlic bread, you're just kind of like, kind of use like the shimmy shiv, like, eh, eh, just stabbing in the neck. Enjoy your garlic bread. You're dead now. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't want to kill our followers. We want to share with them. Oh, I mean for people attacking the, the fort garlic bread. Oh, sure. Yeah, they're sort of but drawn then... into the drama of it all. Seems like we could get some converts here. Yeah, I, although he, the Waywalker does bring up a good point. We would probably also be enchanted by the garlic bread. Yeah, where are you going to live when all your, your house is gone because invaders ate it? You know, Carl, there are bad ideas. Uh, Let's move. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, you head out back into the uh, the main throne room again. Carl's like, "Whoa, this is some nice digs here." Yeah, uh, Mamaka definitely knows a little bit about um, putting a theme together and being rich. That's a; those are two good qualities to have together. Yeah, um, I'm I mean, a little like, iffy on it. 
I mean, like, technically, you're rich. You just don't have a theme together yet. Mm-hmm. My theme is a forest charm in the city. But you, and you seem lean, or you don't see him, but he kind of leans over to, uh, to where you walk. Didn't he have that whole incident with the rats and couldn't, like, become friends with them and kind of started, like, a revolutionary fight? In Not the to save his life. Thank God they disappeared. I know, I'm just saying, like, he's, he's so set on this forest theme, but... Rats. Like, yeah. You couldn't make friends with rats. Let's keep snooping. Okay. Uh, so you head to the northeast, and this actually looks like a big kind of like domed uh, hallway. Oops, just hit the mic. Oops. Uh, a big domed hallway. And um, it's got wood paneling up to the top, up to the kind of like the waist high moment, and then kind of a wood plat or oh, sorry, white uh, plaster and mortar that kind of domes at the top. And it's got, looks like it's like... Um, almost like spines like there's like a wood trim along the top and like kind of like these arches of wood along the side with like these magical floating sconces of light and as you go walking down it's very much those harry potter portraits and like oil portraits of dark elves uh in various various stages of clothes of clothing throughout the centuries almost looks like a a timeline Mm. or a family tree of dark Mm. elves going down and you know sort of these big uh, cherry red uh, doors with like golden, sh- golden shiny brass uh, locks and uh, and doorknobs at the end of them. Are the portraits labeled? Uh, they're not labeled, but you do notice that they're moving around and and whatnot. And like as you mm. walk by, they they make eye contact with you, and they're kind of like you can't hear them, but it looks like they're like putting their hands up to their mouths and, and like calling out. And you can see like the other portraits are kind of like on that side of the portrait. You come in and kind of follow mm. you along. Hmm. Uh, hello, uh, members of the Miep family. You see them all on both sides. You see them both kind of like put their hands on their chest and kind of like tilt their head back and laugh a little bit and, and shake their heads. No, that's, um, that would be a Malika's dad then. Is it like a, but like wouldn't, in a matriarchal society, wouldn't you pass along the mother's name? And you see them all, all nod. Malika has a different last name than that. And you see the, the various dark elves in the portraits nod, nod as well. And where'd you get me up from then? You see them roll their head and sigh. Um, uh, you see them kind of point a couple of portraits down and like, try mm-hmm. to encourage you to go down. And as you come down, you see... Um, Actually, you'd still you'd be able to read this, Joseph. You see, mm-hmm. kind of, you see on this archway above what appears to be like an old, grand uh, uh, pagoda state with like lots of lagoons and lots of uh, uh, lit up from from below with like these blues and purples, uh, and just kind of like these um, fern-like mushrooms hanging down from the ceiling. And on one of the archways, in stone and uh, gold uh, arcane lettering, it says uh, Balintray on or House Balintray on the. Uh, on the arch. Hmm. Right. And they're all kind of point to that. <laughs> What's through the arch? Oh, it looks like uh, an estate that is almost too big to get a, a full grasping size of. It looks like there's a big, massive stone and mushroom garden in the front with a big uh, pagoda-like manor that's about seven or eight stories tall and like h- hundreds of feet wide. You only get like the facade of it, but it looks almost like a castle uh, from how you see it. Have you guys ever heard about a guy named uh, Darlaxel? You see them all kind of like roll their eyes and give a, like a big collective groan, and they point about three portraits back on the right side. Uh, 
and it's uh, a bunch of dark elves and clothing that's about like maybe like a hundred years old mm. and they're at this party on the deck of a ship and the one image that isn't moving is uncle daddy uh with his pirate hat on his red plume feather uh eye patch and just kind of like this yellow kind of like silk shirt and sitting back with like a drink in hand as everyone else just kind of like dancing around but also kind of like that he's the asshole at the party let's just kind of dance away from him but he's the mm. only non-moving image or non-moving dark elf on the on the on the painting uh he a balance ray by chance and they all shake their head no almost like re with relief they shake their head no huh uh Hmm. <laughs> well, uh, I assume this is like the, um, you know, the, the balance ray sleeping area over here. They all nod and bow gracefully. Uh, whisper to, um, Yosef, <laughs> the only player character here. I don't think that we can break into this room with all these portrait ghosts watching us. Don't get, wait, before you say anything crazy, think about what you're going to say. Portrait ghosts. Oh, no. <laughs> it seems like you've got some secrets to tell, but have been silenced. We're your friends, and we want you to tell us your story. So if you can't physically talk, is there a way you could open a door or reveal some sort of letter that explains anything? Uh, I'm not much of a prose guy, so you've got a globe instead of a dusty old book I'd appreciate. You know, reveal yourselves. Reveal your family history. It doesn't seem like you get guests very often. Uh, you see various uh, dark elves. Some are in like uh, blackened velvet gowns. Some mm. have like long braided white, like bleach white hair, or some have like dark black, right? sorry, not dark, but like also like matte black uh, hair that come along. There seems to be, like this like almost Elsa like uh, pattern or style of like braids that kind of hang over the shoulder. Sure. Um, and again, with those very long gowns that you've seen like uh, like Amelia as well as they almost like a, like a French masquerade party from the revolution, as they kind of put their hands on their chest and just roll their heads back into like, you'd swear you'd hear them laughing in a condescension at you at that mere thought. You can't hear it, but you've seen enough condescending laughing in your life, in your lifetime that it's definitely aimed at you. Hmm. Well, rude. You know, we're friends with uh, Amalika, and she's maybe your next lady friend of leader of the Ballantre household. Yeah, we could help get you moved out of this dusty old wing where no one ever, ever comes and looks at you. Uh, you see them kind of look at each other and then all kind of like that unison, like lead their arms to lead down to the very end of the hall where the two double cherry, uh, cherry doors are. Uh, do you proceed to, to follow the lead? Yeah, that's yeah. more like it, folks. Yeah. Get into it. And as you get to the end, you see a portrait that doesn't have any dark elves in it, but it looks very much like the garden you entered the estate through. Wait, the, it's the, a portrait, the portrait of, of the, that, garden? of the yeah. garden? But there's no dark elves in it. 
It's a weird piece to be in such a prominent place. How about a little clue? Because frankly, I might have walked to the end of the hall on my own. <laughs> Actually, can I investigate this portrait? Sure, absolutely. Arcana check as well, if you, if you uh, wish. Actually, maybe Arcana check it. Uh, either way, uh, it is a 24. 24. It's definitely like, uh, it's got divination on it. It's got illusion magic on it. Uh-huh. Uh, it seems to be like semi-autonomous, kind of like, like they're constructs there's constructs are self-aware but mm-hmm. they don't they're not really influenced by um by manipulation magic of the mind or anything like that mm-hmm. um it's definitely a great security system of they've probably got a way to alert who's ever behind the doors of what's coming down at them mm-hmm. and that the lights are on it's very hard it's, it's very hard to get for one of these paintings to not see you mm-hmm. um but what you can see is is that this painting that's this portrait that's empty feels like it has all the same things that the other ones does, mm-hmm. but the it's the missing animated dark elf there that is throwing you off. Like it mm-hmm. feels like it should have one there, but it doesn't. Hmm. Well, this is why we need Demolica to cast to dispel magic. Because mm. <laughs> uh, I sure as bleep don't have that spell yet. Um, maybe never. Uh, in, you know, I'm gonna, you know what, whatever. I can roll a new character. Uh, let's see if I, I'm gonna touch the the portrait. It's very much like touching the, uh, those chambers that had the magical items in it. Mm-hmm. You kind of hit it and like this invisible energy just kind of ripples out like touching water in a pond. Mm-hmm. Um. As you look behind, you can see one of the portraits of like, it's a... <laughs> It's a female dark elf and talk conversing with like a male dark elf, and it's very much that that kitschy high school. Like, can you believe what this person is doing? I know, can you, this is just <laughs> unheard of. Um, uh, so this the uh, portrait of Amalika, and you see them kind of just do that hand on chest again, pinkies out, like just contemptuous laugh at 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 you trying to figure this out. Again. <laughs> Is it is Amalika's dad? Also, don't you wish you could talk? <laughs> you see them just shake their heads, and you see them sit down and pour themselves uh, a cup of a cup of tea. Uh, the the lady pours herself a, a glass of wine, and they just almost sitting down enjoying the show at this point. At least she's got a bevy in there. Yeah, I mean, frankly, we're probably the most entertaining thing that's happened to them in centuries. Listen, if we entertain you. Uh, will you show us who is supposed to be in this portrait? You see uh, the lady drinking wine just gracefully roll her wrist in the air and almost give like a knock, knock, knock uh, motion in the direction of the double doors. Oh, love it. Uh, I'm going to give that a knock, knock, knock. You hear a knocking on the door and then it sounds very much like tumblers and metal latches being rotated inside the, the wood. And Waywalk, it you your your mind already sinks in like oh there's there are some locks to this thing that mm-hmm. you haven't seen it yet but something's operating like mm-hmm. your urge to kind of pick the lock is climbing just because it's like ooh I what mean, a challenge yeah. that's that ooh that guy knows about locks <laughs> uh, as you see both doors open up and they have about like a foot worth of thickness to them mm. as they slide and they open up like just flawlessly without any effort whatsoever. And there uh, you see Amalika standing, opening up the door. And it's like, wait, walk it. Yosef. 
Uh, and we're going to cut this portion of the episode there as we jump into what Amalika was doing hmm. later on hmm. as part of the story. Cool, cool, cool. Nice. Nice. 